Welcome to Become She, where we are guaranteed to piss you off with yourself, make you think, and help you grow. This is a movement capturing the transcendental journey of the strong woman to the free woman, granting herself permission to actualize her higher self. Your voice is just so beautiful. <laughs> like, you sound like you need to be on the radio. Girl. Forever. Forever. So how are you feeling today, Jess? How am I feeling today? Yeah. To be honest, I'm really full because I ate way too much food for breakfast slash lunch. And then it's 1800 though. Just got me feeling real nice, so I'm good. Okay. I went to church this morning, mm-hmm. and I was told to be strong at church, which was good. I was with someone that I like to be around in the space that I like to be around, so it was good. So, how was your week? My week was really, really good. Um, what made it really, really good? Just knowing that I would get to Friday, knowing that Friday was approaching, and hallelujah. Yeah, and yeah, and then going out with you and cracking our jokes as we usually do. Oh, per the usual. <laughs> that mojito, <laughs> though. That was well, the really table good. next to us. <laughs> no, it was clowning. They were cutting up. I love being in a space full of professional brown people cutting up and having a good time, and that's what it was. Professional clowns, girl. Off the clock, clowns. <sighs> yeah. The clowns come out. Anywho, so what are we talking about today? So the title of today's episode is She Shall Not Settle. Pin drop. Mouse pin or cotton. Yeah, that's a lot. So, I mean, yeah. before we get into the official, official, you know, episode for today, um, why don't you introduce to our audience, the Brown Women Corner, because I think that's pretty. pretty so, um, what the Brown Women Corner is, it's really new and it's a work in progress. But what we want to do with that, and it's on the website becomeshe.com, but really celebrate Brown women um, who are really doing their thing. And so far on the page, we have two submissions. Um, one is for. She goes by Angie Starr. She's a photographer. And I met Angie. There's a, a cat on my foot. I'm sorry. We, I met Angie through you, actually. I wanted to take pictures for my birthday. Yeah. And I was like, oh, do you know any dope photographers in the Chicago area? And um, she took my pictures. We vibed. And then we decided to pull her on to take photos for our Become She shoot, which was amazing. <laughs> Dope. Dope. Um, so she's just a good person overall. I've actually had her in my house, unprofessional-wise, which says a lot. <laughs> like, if you in my space, you know, I, don't, I don't believe would yeah. bring in too much energy around where I live. So she's just a good person, and she's amazing at what she does. So we decided to shout her out on there. Shout out to Angie. Shout out to Angie. and Dope she brown woman. She um, took photos of you years ago, too, Girl, right? circa 2008, <laughs> nine. She's been dope, honey. Yeah, she's Hunty. dope. And she got stories for days, so she's just good. Um, the second submission we have is Master Minds Market, and that's where we got our T-shirts from mm-hmm. for the Become She photo shoot. And I had been watching them for a while. They're based out, to Brook- out in Brooklyn. Shout out to Brooklyn. 
that's where I'm from. Okay. All day. Um, <laughs> so we got the t-shirts from them for the shoot. And I also got some other stuff from them. So check them out. All their information is on the website, becomeshe.com, with hyperlinks to their direct um, pages. And that's it. If you have anyone that you want to submit or if you want to submit yourself, you should do that. To the Brown Woman Corner. Yeah, for sure. Because we definitely have some brown female entrepreneurs hustling. Bosses. Been hustling for Boss, years. Balling. For years. So. Stunting. Don't be shy. Like, give us your submission. We will definitely review and. Put and it's it really up to there. support, too. Yeah. It's a huge networking platform when you for think sure. about it. Because um, if you're looking for a dope photographer in the Chicago area and you can't find one, you go to our Brown Women Corner and just Please. search photography see what comes up there you go or anything like as the brown woman corner yeah. um grows hopefully that will be like a corner people can kind of reference like yeah. i need this i wonder where can i go to find some dope brown women yep let's go to become she.com i like brown that little corner. plug <laughs> come on yeah <laughs> so today what is the title again it's just so heavy it is <laughs> she shall not settle we thought about this topic probably in the summer of last year. And I think we were both talking about why we as women should not settle. But then last night, I journaled. I know. Like in the it, journal that we got from TJ Maxx that time, we nope, did that on lunch? Another that, journal? Another oh, okay. journal. <laughs> I, I bounce between journals. Yeah, mm. Yes, I do. And so I was journaling <laughs> about something that has been on my mind personally over the last week. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> I needed to get I it out. I see her facial expressions. And that's why giggling. <laughs> I needed to get it out and I needed to write about it. And then I wrote a quote at the end of my journal entry and I'm going to read it. For sure. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Sharing is not always caring. Sometimes it is settling. And that comes from, so as women, we talk a lot about how we shouldn't settle. Don't settle on jobs, relationships, men, blah, 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 Makeup. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Makeup, nail color, the outfit to wear to work. Like, what don't settle. <laughs> but sometimes, is it okay to settle? And this question has been on my mind for like the last week and a half. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out if it's okay to settle sometimes. And the perfect example I thought of, and I'm going to take it outside of relationships, I don't want to just focus on relationship, was with a job. Um, Before my current job, I was making um, more money at my previous job when I first started. And I took the pay cut knowing that possibly it would be a better opportunity for more growth and to potentially make more money that I was making anyway. Mm-hmm. And I was told from a variety of people that I shouldn't because, oh, you're taking less money. But I was like, mm, maybe it should be a, a short-term settle for a long-term benefit. Yeah. So that's the first example I thought of. And then I thought about relationships as well. Um, you're not always going to get what you want. That's that 80-20 rule. I don't know. Like, sometimes maybe it's okay to give up on the things that you not want, but 
I don't know. I just don't think there's a perfect any situation. There's not a perfect job. There's not a perfect person. There's not a perfect relationship. So you're always, in some sense, yeah. going to be settling with something. Yeah. Like, I settled with, like, dinner last night. Like, I wanted... <laughs> no, seriously. Like, I wanted some chicken and potatoes, and I ended up making chicken, but I didn't want to go outside for the potatoes because it was too cold. It was cold last night. It was too cold. The hawk was out. So, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think? Should I think we... we need to define what selling is because... Let me pull that yeah, up. Cause... So, I pulled up two definitions of oh, what selling is. Pretty bad. Surprise. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I pulled up a formal definition, mm-hmm. and then I put up pulled up what was on the Urban Dictionary, which I don't always trust. But urban be playing. Listen. <laughs> so the formal definition is um, it's a verb, adopt to adopt or adapt to a more steady or secure style of life, especially in a permanent job or home, or to sit or come to rest in a comfortable position. Mm. Now Urban Dictionary's definition. Shout out to Urban. The act of giving up someone you love um, or something of value for less than what's desired. The act of not being able to satisfy your need or want or choosing someone or something of lower standard or value. That's pretty flexible. Yeah. That Yeah, because everybody value, everybody's value systems are different, right? So... What's selling for one person may not be selling for another person. And everyone has different lenses by which they... That's true. You know, perceive situations. So, Uh, um... What do you define as settling? Settling is anything that minimizes you from becoming your best self. That's what I think settling is. Um, it, I don't think it necessarily has to do with like monetary value. I think it's more energy, more, if you know that on an energy level, this is not going to grow you, stretch you into your best self, you may be settling. But sometimes you may need to be in that space to get to the next level anyway. Like sometimes you need to just sit fucking still and be. That might, and I don't think that's necessarily settling, although to others it might be perceived you know, as such, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. sometimes people will confuse activity with productivity. That's the same Come with on. being still. Can we that? I mean, <laughs> again, sometimes people confuse activity with productivity. So I think that okay. kind of flows with your logic of just because you're still doesn't necessarily you're, you're settling. You might be surveying the land. You might be assessing the territory mm-hmm. so you can strategically move because making movements without knowing what's going on you're wasting energy time people's resources your resources so i mean just because you're still doesn't mean that you're necessarily settling it depends on how long you sit and still for because you could that is true you could recognize that that you're in that still space Mm -hmm. and still stay there longer than maybe you need to yeah or what is required from you the season unchanged and you still sit now exactly that was our last episode (laughs) y'all Catch it. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying, though. If the seasons are changing and you still sitting, like, God is not going to tell you, you need to get up. Jesus is not going to come off the throne. Baby Jesus is not going to come and tell you, hey, you might want to make moves. Baby you're, Jesus. Yeah, baby Jesus is not going to do that. So what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to, you're going to have to move with the seasons. You're going to have to flow with the, the, with the waves. But, okay, see, that sounds all cute and dandy and whatnot, but what if you're not ready to move? 
What if you want to be in that funk? You won't ever be ready to move. I wasn't ready to be married. I wasn't ready to have DJ. Woo. You fucking do it. And when you do it, that's when things unfold. That's when that's when you grow. That's when you're stretched. Bullshit, so if you're afraid, no. if you're afraid of what movement will entail, yeah, you'll be paralyzed. But why would you do something that you don't think you're ready for? That almost is settling too. Like, oh, I'm not ready to be somebody's wife and be a mom, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Is that not settling? Were you ready to go to kindergarten when you went? Like, honestly. That you was honestly, not my choice. You I did not ask to be here. Were you honestly ready to be pushed into the world of yeah, but I, formal society, teachers mm, judging you, not mm, realizing your teachers mm, was judging you? Completely different, and I'll explain why. I had no say over that. Okay. Me as Jessica today, I have a, a choice in all the decisions that I make. I you had do. no choice in what pre-K to go to back in Brooklyn in 1990-whatever. Like, that was not my call. Shout out to me. <laughs> okay, so I'm just okay. Let's really bad in, boy. <laughs> take that, take that. I'm just saying, let's <laughs> reel it in. So more money, more problems. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> I can't come back from that. Okay, so what I'm saying is, life doesn't give you a a, a detail by detail blueprint. So if that is your, you know. The determination if you're going to move or not, then everybody will be paralyzed. Mm. You know what I mean? So there are the that's what I mean when I wasn't ready to be married. I wasn't ready. Yes, I had a desire to be married. I was excited when I was pregnant with DJ. I was honored to be, you know, pregnant and be his mother and be, you know, my husband's wife. Mm -hmm. But in all actuality, no one prepares you for what yeah. things like that entail. What being an yeah. entrepreneur, even like if you're waiting for God to say, "This is the time to launch your business," and this is why I have Steve you Harvey my Jump. That's why Jump is so revolutionary because if you're waiting for that like neon sign, like Jump, it's never gonna happen until you actually jump. Uh, see, this is why I have you as my friend because you've been there, done that, and I could just call no, you have, and all this shit. I goes have down. much more to do. Whatever. Um, <laughs> This is why you have your goats in your life to call to. And I, I've been calling on you for the last few weeks. So I don't know why you acting so surprised, Girl, honey, in this chair next to me. Mm. Like we haven't had deep conversations over Facebook. Messenger. <sighs> you going to do that? Crying in the cube. Anyway, <laughs> um, so let's explore this topic of self-commitment. Like now that we, there's a really no concrete definition of what selling is right it really depends on the vision you have for your life it's very unique wait no i didn't give my definition you, of settling sorry? What was your definition? mine is really simple in three words settling is acceptance accepting what you have and figuring out that's where you want to be or not do you accept or do you not that's it because okay. you can't change, you can't change outside of you. You can only change what mm -hmm. you do, what's given to you. Mm -hmm. So, do, are you going to accept what was been placed to you or not? Nah? That's okay. it. To me. Okay. Uh. So <laughs> I can't. So this whole this whole concept of exploring self commitment is really unique to every individual. So, first of all, to really effectively talk about settling means that you have a trajectory. So. If you don't have a clear-cut, known, you know, trajectory, I don't know if you will really understand or would be able to identify if you're settling or not. What do you mean you by trajectory? I mean? So if trajectory as you have goals, you know this uh -huh. is what I am going to do, this is what I desire to do, this Plan. is what I'm going... Right, plans. So I don't think... I think almost the whole... 
the whole process of goal set like goal setting and having intentional living intentionally right having intentional plans almost to me seems to be an inoculation against settling because this is my standard this is what i'm going to do uh-huh and this is how I'm going to go about doing it. And right. anything that kind of minimizes my mm-hmm. goals or Got set, to go. That's how you, I, I feel like that is your best way to prevent, you know, settling is that goal setting. For me, seems to be that self-commitment. Because if you yeah. set goals, then you got to commit to that shit. Like hell, high water. Rain, sleet, snow, sunshine, whatever. Yep. That's a level of self-commitment. Now, a lot of people... And that's fall... committing to yourself, exactly. though. That has nothing to do with outside forces are going exactly. to bring to that. So, to, yeah, impose on that. Okay, right. so, I mean, we all should make goals, make plans for ourselves, men and women, girls and boys, children all around the world. <laughs> but like, let's say, you know, you make your plans, you make your goals, and then some shit... Perfect example, and I'm going to speak on Life, this a little personally... Obviously. I told myself that I wanted to buy a home mm-hmm. last year or this year, but something happened in my personal life and my family life that had nothing to really do with me yeah. that may stall that. And I mean, it may happen whenever it happens now, but I think if you're going to set plans, you're going to set goals, you have to be willing to move with what comes at you too. Like you can't be so stuck. Like in May two thousand sixteen, I'm gonna do this because if shit, some some shit happens and you're not able to do it, are you gonna be crushed? Are you gonna be go into a state of depression that that didn't happen? You can't and stay in there. That's that's really very valid, actually, because your ability to recalibrate your goals, right, and so yeah. to reassess the priorities and adapt and adapt in lieu of extenuating circumstances. Some right. people are are caught in funks like yeah they're like miss habisham off of great expectations still wearing the same wedding dress 30 <laughs> years later like yo <laughs> this is what happened what? let's come up with a backup plan you know i'm a i like to, to read like old english novels and stuff. no you're anyway, fine you're so fine. yeah so you sitting in the same wedding dress spider webs dust still saying well eh, this didn't happen i'm just gonna stay in the wedding dress no take the wedding dress off recalibrate <laughs> the plan right like that's an opportunity for you to grow and stretch and i feel yeah. like so often we resist that we resist that and we call that settling no that's life happening to your ass and that's me reassessing and redefining my life in spite of some shit that happened you know some yeah. people will say oh well i don't want to settle no life happens to us all that's not settling because life happened right Right. You might but, find that that's not even something you want to do anymore but after life happens. When I when I talk about settling, I'm talking about not outside forces. I'm talking about gotcha. you making the conscious Internal. decision to gotcha. adapt, accept whatever is coming at you. Gotcha. So life can throw whatever. And I, granted, there are some situations that you have to go along with, but there's not there's certain situations where. Things can be thrown at you, and you can choose not to accept that shit. And, or, I mean, settling is comfortable for some people, though. Sometimes being in that space of comfort, knowing what's going to happen, is where some people choose to stay and be. Predictability. Because it's comfortable. It's what you know. It's what you've always known. I'm going to keep dating the same kind of guy because it's what I know, even though they're stupid. I'm going to (laughs) keep making (laughs) these stupid-ass decisions that I've been doing because it's what I know. It's because it's comfortable. Yeah, That's settling, too. If you know something that is not really projecting you and you choose to stay in that, 
I think that's settling. No, that that would qualify as as settling. Um, mm. To me, this topic is such a remarkable one because it's like <clears throat> so often we will blame others mm-hmm. for the shit that we are not committed to. Like, we will say, oh, this person did this. Oh, this person did that and be caught in this perpetual state of victimhood. But you don't have a plan. You never had one. You never had intentions. You never had intentional like goals. Like you, you are not living consciously. You are good with being unaware. You are good with not knowing. Like niggas like not knowing. Like that's the type of shit that gets me. Like how can you blame somebody else for some shit that's done to you? But you don't have this set standard, like oh hell no. That's what I'm saying. So <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. how how can you really? I mean, you can remain in, in a perpetual state of victimhood, but it's like it it looks stupid. After a certain age, you begin to look real, real stupid. And the question, like people um, are start asking questions, uh, like Whoa. I don't like to use that word stupid you because just, you, but you just. You just used to say No, not to guys. talk about someone else's victimization, though. Like, I don't know your personal, what made you where you are. I don't want to say that you choosing to not get over it or figure it out makes you a stupid person. No, or I'm saying it, it makes you look, I'm not saying anybody's stupid. I've been in a, I've been a victim. I've played the victim. I think we all have. It's common to the human experience, but I'm saying... After a certain age and after a certain time period, it's not a matter of you getting over it. No one's saying this is the timeline, you should be over by now. No, I'm saying a state of consciousness where you say, this happened to me because I was not aware of this or I failed to take ownership of this. And now I take ownership of this, so I am no longer a victim. This is the part that I played in this particular unfolding. That's what I'm saying. Like that level of commitment, like commit to being accountable. Like that's a commitment too. Like commit to being accountable Mm -hmm. for not knowing the shit that you know now. That's a Maya Angelou quote. Shout out to Maya. But I'm saying like be, just be, just be committed. To yourself. To, to owning your shit and, yeah. to, and to owning whatever it is. Even if you didn't know, own that. Like, I didn't know the shit that I know now. And I can understand why this happened now. And forgive yourself. Yes. For what you did yes. along the way when you didn't know. Because you, you didn't and know. And understand that that could take time to get to that place, too. Because, it I does. mean, you <laughs> can. does. <laughs> why you clowning? Trust me. You. Just got there two days ago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say, because you're talking like someone who figured it out. Mm, Little old me ago. who. Over- Stop. 48 hours. <laughs> Little old me over here still trying to figure it out. Like, I could imagine listening to this and be like, oh, that sounds so great if I could get to that point. But it sounds easier once you figured it out. But once you're figuring out how to get to that point of self-commitment, that's hard as shit. I can't even do that. It yeah. is. It's a lived experience. It's not It's not something that someone can throw around and tell you. This is gonna happen. This is something that you have to live through, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Oh shit! This is this is what they were talking about." Mm. Got it. It's not one of those things where you can kind of read, take notes, you know, highlight. No, it's this is not sideline commentary. This mm-hmm. is something that you have to live through. You have to have your face in the shit, in the right. mud, and and fucking like come out as a beast at the end. Yeah, like transform like the fucking phoenix. Yeah. Like that's. <laughs> What's that damn movie? Um, X-Men? No, um, with the bird and shit. Damn. Were they, the kids killing each other? 
Girl, I don't. Damn it! I read I the books I last can't. year. Oh, it's about the Hunger Games. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Like you have when you life when you, is the fucking Hunger Games. Shit! <laughs> 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 Shout out to Trump. Anyway, so I'm just so I'm saying like so often you will find no, that people no. will treat you the way you treat you. So if you're not committed to you, guess yeah. what? They're not gonna be committed. Why are either? you expected? To be taken seriously, or you're expecting like the Ritz Carlton treatment right. when you don't even give yourself Ooh. the Ritz Carlton treatment. You're still taking secondhand mm. affection, secondhand Ooh. validation. You don't even validate yourself though. Like you don't even wake up in the morning Can with we quotes. Just do a church hand clap. I'm just real saying, like, quick. do you have a wall of quotes? Like, bitch, I'm that bitch. Like, you. <laughs> I mean, you don't have a, any type of like validation. That, nothing. That sounds like affirmations. Um, but sounds you, like confidence. That sounds like knowing your own worth. You have to require from other people what you require from yourself. You can't expect people to give you anything less. But that's being committed to self. That's self yeah. And not settling with what you're willing to take, which is... Because mm. it's energy. Maybe we people should will all sniff like... you out. People will sniff you out. The vultures will sniff you out. If you are operating from a level of scarcity, mm. and scarcity has nothing to do with money, people, it has everything to do with energy. If you're operating from a level of scarcity, be it emotional validation, love, mm. whatever, the vultures will sniff you out. And it happens so often. I feel like maybe we, we got homework. I feel like I want to just write down like my top five to ten things that I'm not gonna settle on in 2017. Girl, that is good homework. It's you want to share at the top happen. of? We should share at the top of the the next episode. Like we what should. those five things are. So tune in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this right message down. is hitting us first. Shit, Janet Jackson didn't settle. Let she me- just <laughs> had a baby. Do you know she just had a baby at 50? Looking good. She don't gotta sell. She did not settle when she ch- when she decided to have kids. Looking I think that's good. so fucking dope. I had She's this woman who's near and dear in my life. I spoke with her like a few weeks ago, and she like bashed me to like have oh. kids. Wow! Like soon, I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, <laughs> I just. <laughs> She was like, oh, oh she's patrolling your ovaries? 30s around the corner. Oh, it's hard. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you going to find me a husband, though? Like, because she does not want a baby daddy. You can't speak to these ovaries. It's not going to happen. If Janet Jackson can have a, a beautiful baby boy at 50, damn it, I don't got to have kids anytime soon. Because Janet thought that she could. And she did. That's what I'm saying. And her husband is fine. Girl, as okay. ever. Okay. <laughs> what? What? Okay. Why you side out? <laughs> and I'm sh- you side out like you're gonna walk through the you're gonna walk through the door. He's I'm looking around like is he here? I mean, <laughs> is he younger than her? I believe so. She, he is. It's Janet Jackson. I believe so. Janet Jackson been pulling hoes since the nineties. I don't give a Circa. fuck. <laughs> That's the way love goes. Woo! Get out of the mic. I'm done. I'm done. But yeah, so. Let's. Do you have any more questions? Do you think there's anything? You said you had there's, some notes. Oh, I, I, I did. I went through them. I feel like settling is going to be a reoccurring thing because it's yeah. always going to happen. It's always, 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 always going to happen. What ways do you feel like you've settled? Because the, oh, oh okay, well, I will answer that question myself. Um, ways in which I've settled. I've recently just come out of that settling phase. You don't have to answer. It's fine. So. 
for a long time, I have felt the need to tone down who I am, my personality, my animation, um, my passion. Because I'm very passionate. I've heard um, you say this. Yeah. A few times. Yeah. Are you tired of me telling this story? No, no, no. Oh, I want you to keep telling. Story it. I should stop telling. No, I think you should tell Change it for narrative. the rest of your damn days because it's probably helping somebody. <laughs> so yeah, so I felt the need to like adjust who I was, my personality, even my intellect on some levels because I didn't want to offend or insult, wow. you know, people with the words that I use because I'm wordy. Because mm-hmm. I love words. They're delicious to me, which is why I like to cuss. Because they're delicious, like salt and pepper. Anyway. <laughs> Fuck shit. Damn bitch. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> So, I mean, but when you come out of that space of minimizing yourself, when you come out of that space of not caring about how someone could be judging you or assessing you because you're just being you, like, mm-hmm. it's the most liberating thing. And I can't blame anyone else for minimizing myself except for me because I was not committed to being who I was created to be. Mm-hmm. And when you return to that level of commitment, when you return to basically when you return home, mm-hmm. because it's natural for you to be who you are. Like the sun doesn't struggle to shine. The sun doesn't care about if the clouds care, if it's going to come out. No, the sun does everything in nature does exactly what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And everything else has to adjust. That's the way it is. And so, I mean, this is just a story of, you know, self-commitment, being committed to self, Be being true who to I who am. Are, yeah. yeah. Um, I, not I'm, not, I'm not anyone's victim. Like, that's that's where right. I am now. Like, I can't blame anyone for shrinking. I did that to myself because I felt like I had to. Yeah. You know? And that was my bad. Like, yeah. and, and since I've learned that, like, life has become so much easier. The people who love me love me. And the people who don't, it's fine because I'm reveling in Goodbye. the love. I can't. I'm reveling in the love that I get. Like, that's what nurtures me. That's what sustains me. I'm not offended at the people who don't get me. You weren't meant to get me, and it's fine. We don't, right. We're not even on the same wavelength. Move on. You weren't meant right. to be here. Goodbye. Good you're day. You're not orbiting. Like, Maybe we'll try again in 2018. Or not. Right now you're not here. Or not. So, or not. So, I mean, that's that's the ways in which I've settled. So, so why I, I hesitated to answer the question, because I currently feel like, I'm going through something personally that yeah. I might be settling with. But like I the the quote that I read in the beginning of the show, what was it? Sharing is not always caring, sometimes it's settling. Yeah, unpack that because I didn't understand. Oh. So <laughs> meaning like I don't want to unpack it because I feel like it's too personal right now to talk about it. And I think maybe I'll talk about it next time. Can it be a hypothetical? No. Um just like an abridged hypothetical. Mm. Okay, never mind. No, I'm thinking. There, like I said, no one or no situation is a hundred percent perfect. Whether it's your job, whether it's your family, whether it's your friends, whether it's your significant other. So, in a sense, I feel like settling sometimes is compromising with what you have. And I'm currently figuring out if that's something that I'm willing to do. And I'm currently redefining what settling means to me. Yes, I said I think settling is acceptance, but is, does, does that also include compromising things that you wouldn't normally compromise? Oh yeah. I th- I've told you this story already. When I first met my husband, he didn't have his degree. He had a child. And everybody who knew me was like, are you sure he's your type? Because I was totally into metrosexual men, like Prince, pretty, pretty boys. <laughs> like, it needs to be as pretty as I am. And he wasn't, like, a pretty boy, but he was fine to me. Like, I liked him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he was and not... And when you say pretty boy, just mean, like... Like, 
manicured hands. Okay, got like, you, got you, got you, got you. Like, got you. you know, metrosexual man. Okay, got Okay. It. So, meeting him was a drastic difference. I mean, he wore baggy jeans, hoodies, like. And you wasn't used to that? That, that wasn't, wasn't thing? That wasn't my, no, my modus operandi. No, it was not. So, but I fell in love with the energy. His energy was what I fell in love with. Yeah, that um, energy will fuck you up. And, and to a lot of people, that would have looked like settling. For even myself back then, that would have, I would have never picked somebody who had a child. Never. Like, back then, my mentality back then. But being with him, and his degree never mattered, because I've never been like an education snob, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, I mean, I was degree. I had my degree. He 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 didn't. He was still at DePaul, but like that wasn't like that didn't cross him out the list for me. But I, there yeah, are yeah, other yeah. women who would have been like, nah, I'm a pass. You know what I mean? So right. that wasn't what I was interested in. But I know him having a daughter. That was like, okay, how is this gonna work? But the energy with which we bonded kind of overrode the facts. You know yeah. what I mean? Of the case. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. as I continue to press and proceed, watching his relationship unfold with his daughter, it resonated so much with me and it triggered so much inside of me because I was born without my, like my dad was nowhere around. So watching him interact with his daughter, mm-hmm. it was almost like unfolding a lot of shit inside of me, like from jealousy to like all these different emotions that I thought that were not applicable to me were very much so um but my ability to acknowledge the feelings and work through that like it grew me into the woman that i am today i don't think i would have been i know that i would not have been been the woman um i am today had i had i not chosen to proceed i think we always think about settling as such a negative thing yeah and what i was talking about earlier with the job example like settling with what you know for something greater to come yeah. and that just sounds like what that is and i don't hope you get offended when i say i think that was settling when you initially no. did but it, it was. worked it was it, it mm. the, the trade-off was worth it it was yeah yeah if you're gonna settle for someone it it has to be worth <laughs> it damn it like <laughs> let's just be honest why did your face just ball up that way because <laughs> it's true like if i'm gonna settle yeah, for something that true. i normally wouldn't do god yeah. damn it you gotta be worth it i mean i'm here looking like no fool I no ball headed fool settling for these hoes for these dips fuck out of here bitch like what the fuck <laughs> is this worth it sips one <laughs> so on that note we're going to actually move into our Dear Become She segment because I think the letter that we have today, and I have not heard the letter, I have not read the letter, I was not allowed to, Oh, so so I'm just going to wait for it to be read. And yeah, I'm trying, to, be I'm trying to pull it up. So the letter reads, Dear Become She, I am a single unmarried woman in my mid-30s finding myself caught between two worlds. I have been trying to build a life for myself, but have been leaving behind some old friends in the process. Also, I am misunderstood by my family as my successes seem to be an insult to them. I'm a first-generation college student and have been a first for many other things. Going to therapy has revealed that I have a lot of work to do in addressing some things avoided and joked away by family members. It has been an awful lonely process, and I often feel guilty when watching them go in circles. 
My advice is seen as judgment and criticism when I'm merely trying to help and emotionally connect with them. How do I build a bridge to my new life without utterly burning down the old life with friends and family? Signed, Caught Between Two Worlds. Damn. Can you can you read the very last sentence again? For sure. How do I build a bridge to my new life without utterly burning down the old life with friends and family? Signed, Caught Between Two Worlds. <laughs> Number one. I think, I think it is okay and you have to become okay with making yourself first. And if that includes cutting off who doesn't need to be cut off or who needs to be cut off, I'm sorry. If that includes cutting off who needs to be cut off or something that needs to be cut off, then it has to go. And I think that's the hardest part mm-hmm. about um, people who are who always come with these questions like how do I get rid of a friend who we've been friends for years how do I cut off family who's not so good to me mm-hmm. like you gotta be a, you almost have to put on like blinders to the shit like remove the emotion out of it yeah. like you're not good for me you're no longer adding to my life and I don't want you here anymore I all my friends clown me and say that my cutoff game is strong. Like once I decide that I no longer want you in my life, everything is blocked, bitch. Your number, your name, your <laughs> life. You're like six feet fucking deep. Like I've never it's like I've never even met you. And maybe that's not the best approach to go about it. Maybe I'm just too cold about it. But if I've made that decision that you're not adding to my life or you make me sad, you make me angry, or I'm never happy around you, yeah. get the fuck out of my life and point blank period, that's it. You gotta go. Bye. And I'll deal with the tears later because I'm not going to have you bringing me the fuck down every time I'm around you. Like, I'm trying to give you good advice and you shunning me. No, bitch. Fuck you. I don't need you. Yeah. The end. Oh, that's you done. Mm-hmm. For now. <laughs> um. So with this letter, I think you need to be quite clear that some bridges are actually meant to be burned. Like, that is my... Mm-hmm. London Bridge is falling down. Let them fall, bitch. (laughs) Let them fall. Like, so often we are so nervous about, uh, like, letting bridges burn. Like, some bridges are meant to be burned. There are some places you are never meant to return, ever. And if you return, you will be like Lot's wife. You will turn into a pillar of salt, period. (sighs) Don't look back. No, I'm fucking serious. Because if you look back, you're going to be fucking salt. In the Red Sea. And we all know that the Red Sea floats you because there's so much fucking salt. This brings me back almost to episode one um, with seasons. Sometimes people are in your life for a certain season, whether it's three weeks, whether it's a year. And once that season is done, they got to go. You you have to be done with it, too. Like... Yeah, 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 yeah. You you try to go sometimes going back and forth that can confuse the shit out of you, and you just need to like just let it go and like you said, cry tears later because they will come. You will have yeah. triggers and you, you will see, mourn the loss. Yeah, of the you. Relationship it, if it's it was, real. Yeah, because it was real at one point, but in and order, maybe they come back at some other point when they get their shit together. And you get your shit together, and y'all can finally when be on the, the same wavelength. When the seasons are aligned, right? When the season are seasons are aligned, but it's important to recognize when they are not aligned, and you keep trying to minimize yourself by reaching back for these people who don't want who you are that's the essence of who you are you're evolving listen girl get you (laughs) some combination motherfucking rice from the chinese food store down the street and some goddamn wine and a journal and that's all the fuck you need for tonight and figure it out tomorrow like everything doesn't have to be figured out the same day like you don't have to rush the process of cutting people off especially if they've been in your life for years like that's gonna suck 
Yeah. But if it has to be done, take it a day at a time. And you could you could not be like Jessica and let them know why you're cutting them off or why they got to go. I personally don't believe in that method. I believe in the cut off, cut all method. Like, you just don't hear from me no more. But if you feel like you owe yourself that conversation or you deserve that conversation, have it. Yeah, I would definitely ask, um, ask God to give you wisdom and discernment on how to go about severing cords. Because you can sever ties in love, right? Even though the reaction might not be love, but you can infuse that severing process in love. Right. You have to love you, though. You have to be committed to self and self-evolution. Um, so just know that just because it's a bridge, that it doesn't always need to stay. Let it burn. Amen and amen. Well, this wraps up um, episode two. Uh, episode three shall be airing February 8th. Entitled mm-hmm. She Loves. Um, stay tuned. I don't want to unpack what's going to be in that, but love is too damn deep to talk about in two seconds. So <laughs> stay tuned. This is Nicole and Jess signing out. Become, become she, become free. free.